Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Don't forget the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let's inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's loose on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. This is Ring of Honor superstar Flip Gordon, and you're listening to Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, man, we're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And we wouldn't be able to do the show without some amazing sponsors. Yeah, like check them out. Michael Carey. You got MichaelCareyArt.com, and you can find him at Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Carey, C-A-R-E-Y, dot art. He does commissions. He does prints. He does it all. He's a guy you want to see to get the nice piece for your house. And speaking of nice things, it's always nice to have in the house our good friends, Grove Roots. Uh, they're an amazing sponsor of ours, the official beer of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. I wanted to let you guys know, keep your eyes peeled for their newsletter. If you go to groveroots.com, you can sign up for their newsletter, and it's going to tell you all the new things that are happening at the brewery. Also, that's how you're going to be able to find out when the, the, the other side, the second half, is opening in the fall. All that's through the newsletter, so you definitely want to do that. And speaking of things you want to do, July 22nd, they're doing the Winter Haven Heroes at the brewery. They're going to have Winter Haven Fire Department, Winter Haven Police Department. It's going to be a big fundraiser for them. So you guys want to want to help out our local heroes. So you definitely want to come and check that out. Also, on uh, if you want to book uh, the other side when it does finally open, uh, you can get a hold of Morgan. And Morgan's email is M-O-R-G-A-N at groveroots.com. Uh, you can go ahead and email her and set up a dates for your events, for the event space. It's going to be open over there for your, you know, your, your wedding receptions, your rehearsal dinners. Uh, maybe you want to have an office meeting there or a function or get together. You could totally do that. And, of course, as always, it wouldn't be a night at happy hour with Johnny Deuce without some good Grove Roots beer. 100%. Yeah, so tonight we've got the Seven Saddles Vienna, Vienna Lager at a 5.9%, which is amazing. And my new favorite, Honey on the Double. Double IPA brewed with honey at an 8.9%. And I got just for you, buddy, Seed Spitter American Wheat with Valencia Orange is 6.6. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that because I, I goofed last time and I brought the Boat Days IPA that I wanted to kind of make it up to 100%. you and get you something a little lighter. So I got you the Seed Spitter. Nice and sweet. Yeah, so and good. It, that good Valencia Orange flavor, it really just kind of tops it off. And uh, speaking of, of topping things off, here in just a second, we'll be getting on with Flip Gordon, ROH's newest superstar. We yep. can't wait. We're super excited. Yep. So uh, we'll be getting him live uh, via Skype here in just a few moments. Live via satellite. <laughs> Flip. 
How's it going, guys? Well, the good news is we already did our intro and our commercials, so we saved the time just for you, so we can kind of just jump into this bad yep. boy. Yep. Um, awesome. My biggest question for you right out the gate is, what kind of got you started in the wrestling business? Um, Really, it was just I've always wanted to be a professional wrestler, ever since I was a little kid. So, um, it was 2014 is when I really decided, hey, I need to stop talking about this. And I need to start pursuing it because um, I didn't want to be those people that always was like, oh, this is what I wanted to do, but I never did it. I wanted to be the guy that said, hey, this is what I wanted to do, and I'm living it. So 2014, I literally packed up everything I owned, threw it in a truck, kissed my family goodbye, and drove all the way across the country. It took me four days, and the first place I went was the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Um, I went in there, talked to one of the trainers. They told me to come back. That was on a Thursday. He told me to come back on Saturday because the head trainer wasn't there to talk prices. Went back that Saturday, uh, met the head trainer's name's Brian Fury. He gave me prices. I watched, and I couldn't just watch. I had to be in that ring. So I showed up the following Tuesday with cash in hand, which was supposed to be my truck payment money. And I put it towards professional wrestling, and kind of the rest is history, man. I started training. Six months after I started training, I had my first match with Biff Busick, now known as Oni Lorcan. And it's just kind of, it's been a crazy ride ever since, man. It's very surreal. Well, you're, for, you're from uh, Montana, if my uh, reading my research is correct. That is correct, yes. Kalispell, Montana is where I grew up. So I wanted to ask you, like, um, you went. How was it transitioning from Montana to New England? Man, it was tough. Uh, there's so many different changes. I mean, I I was going to college at the time in North Idaho before I moved, and I had a, a two bedroom apartment for like six hundred dollars, and then I moved over here and like I saw some of the apartments and stuff. And I ended up moving in with my grandmother because she was having health problems. So I moved in with her to help her around the house, and I still paid board about 600 a month. So it's still pretty much the same price I was paying in Idaho. But it was the the traffic is torturous, um, the prices on everything. Um, over here, it's really weird too. There's everything costs so much money. You have like this excise tax you have to pay multiple times a year on your vehicle. You have to get it. Um, you have to go get a sticker to make sure you're legal to drive it on the road once a year. Like, there's so many different laws, and just it was it was such a culture shock over here. Um, but I love the city. Um, there's so much to do. In Montana, you want to go see a concert or something, you have to drive like two or three hours. Over here, it takes me 45 minutes to get up to Boston, and I can literally see the Bruins play, the Celtics play. Uh, I can go down to Gillette, see the Patriots play, uh, concerts. Literally, I can go nightclub. There's so much to do here. You you name it, you can do it here. Whereas in Montana, if I want to do something, it's mainly like hiking or bowling. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Well, my wife is from Nebraska, so like she she all they did was the same thing is like they watch a lot of football in Nebraska and they they literally would go like to concerts and that's about it. There was nothing to do. So it's like I imagine Montana it's just a colder version of Nebraska. I mean, I love Montana and I loved hiking. I loved the outdoors. Yeah. And they have some of the clearest lakes in the country. Um and that was something. Over here, nobody swims in lakes, only the ocean. And I hate swimming in the ocean because I'm not used to it. I'm not used to sea wa- or salt water. Right. And I'll get my mouth. And it's so uh, So that was one of those things that I had to learn and adjust to. But I love the beach because it's just amazing. And I love warm weather. But they have some of the worst winters here, but so did Montana. So that wasn't too bad. Uh, so my my question to you is like, well, you said you've been watching wrestling since you were a kid. Like, do you remember like, I know for me it was Hulk Hogan was like the icon that really got me into wrestling, loving the brand because he he just sold himself like his character, who he was, his in ring. I mean, the guy gave a hundred and twenty percent the whole time that he was uh you know on camera in the ring. Uh, I just wanted like, who was your first memory of uh, when you were growing up that really made you go, wow, wrestling is amazing. Well, I watched wrestling with my uncles and cousins all the time, so I already knew who Hulk Hogan and all of them were. Mm -hmm. But I didn't start watching it religiously until about 2003 and 2004. And the two guys that grabbed my attention the most was Eddie Guerrero and John Cena. Um, And then, obviously, Eddie passed, and so I was a huge fan of John Cena, and he really just kept me watching. He was so entertaining. He was the best on the mic. Um... And so I was a huge Cena fan growing up, and he was one of the guys that drew me in and made me want to be a professional wrestler. Well, it's awesome because, like, he is the face of the company. He has been for a while, and and it's great to see that, you know, WWE is able to, you know, take somebody and, like, shift them, you know, to whatever's happening. Now, my question to you is now, how how long have you been in Ring of Honor for? I've been in Ring of Honor for less than a month. Oh, it's oh a, wow. So that's got to be an exciting time for you. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's been fun. I actually have – I did two shows with them in Chicago and then down near St. Louis in Collinsville. And those are my two official shows with them. I did one before I signed in Baltimore. Um, but this next weekend will be my – technically my second official weekend uh, touring with them. So I'm excited. It's the best. I mean, it's the best wrestling in the world, man. Like uh, we love Ring of Honor, uh, and we actually had the. They had this awesome uh, Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor Eleven that happened here in Lakeland Center uh, in Florida, and it was it was the most insane live event I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and I've been watching wrestling for thirty plus years, and it's that just, was Mania weekend, right? Yes, yeah. it was. It was a Saturday yeah, before Mania. I heard man. about that. Like that show was intense, brother. Over like, thirty five hundred people. Like it, they packed the place. It was insane. Yeah, I heard they did four thousand or close to. 4, yeah, 000. yeah, it was yeah. like four thousand or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah, it, it it was just an intense, amazing show. And Ring of Honor, just I mean, you've got a it's it's got to be awesome for you, someone that just got into Ring of Honor, and you're like, man, I got all these amazing people that I can talk to, that you know, that I can look up to, like the Jay Lethals and the Jay Briscoes and you know the Bully Rays and all of them. So they've you've got to have an awesome uh, 
you know, really awesome locker room to be able to uh, talk to people and to look up to and ask questions and, and all that. Oh, 100%. And it was really cool because my first night there, actually, um, I was going over my match and Alex Shelley was listening and he came over and he gave me so much advice and input and helped make my match so much better. And that doesn't happen on the indies. Guys don't just listen to how you call a match or listen to what, you know, and they just kind of keep to themselves. They don't really, they'll tell you afterwards, like, oh, hey, you did this. You could, you, you should do this this way instead. But you didn't, I didn't really have those guys on the indies to be like, oh, hey, I, I hear you saying this. Why don't you do this instead or try this? Right. And it's really cool just to have those veteran guys right there. Because I can go over and be like, hey, I have this, like, combo. What do you think of it? And they might be like, oh, well, how about you try the combo this way or switch these two strikes to see how it turns out. And it's just – it's awesome to have those veteran guys that I didn't have before. And they're there to – like, they want to help because they know that, hey, you can't wrestle forever and you got to pass that knowledge down, which is – it's just an amazing feeling. That's awesome. Now you're you're Flip Gordon. So like for those that haven't seen your in-ring style yet, like describe that to to the folks listening. Oh gosh, it's so hard to describe because I feel like I have my own unique style. Um, I feel like it's a hybrid style between high flying and like TV wrestling because I don't really go super fast, but it looks like I go super fast. And I just bring everything that I've learned throughout life, whether it was through breakdancing, whether it was through gymnastics, um, amateur wrestling. I try to incorporate it all into my style. And I think that's why I stand out. And I think that's one of the reasons why Ring of Honor was interested in me was because of my unique style. I wouldn't say that I'm just a high flyer. Right. You could, you could, you could, you're, you know, I've, I've seen some footage of you and like, you can do good, you're a good grappler, you're a good striker. You've, you've got a good mix of technical ability as well. So like, it's, it's, you got like the full package, if you will, you know? So like, that's kind of neat to yeah, have well, someone I feel like, like, I feel like you kind of have to be a, a full package or well-rounded wrestler to make it these days because you can't just be one dimensional. You can't just be a high flyer. You can't just be a technical guy. You can't just be, um, you know, like you have to have so much more. You can't just be a striker. Right. You know, you have to be that well-rounded wrestler uh, to really stand out these days. Well, especially when you got a locker room like Ring of Honor. I mean, you're the best wrestlers in the world. I mean, they're and they're all doing their different styles and different. I mean, it's just amazing. You got this awesome every week. You got the best in the world. You know, and and you're pushing yourself. They're pushing themselves, and they're, and then you're only making yourself better. And as we were talking to. Um, uh, we were talking to Shane Taylor of the Rebellion uh, like a week ago, and he was all like, "Yeah, man, you've never stopped learning. When you stop learning, that means you're done. You know what I mean? So it's really cool to always learn whenever you're uh, whenever you're in the ring." I think just in professional wrestling alone, you never stop learning. Right. I feel like every match, every show, whether it's Ring of Honor, International, or here in the states, I feel like I learn something every show I'm on. Well, it's cool because, like, you mentioned Eddie Guerrero, you know, rest in peace. Uh, I imagine, like, some of the – he had been an influence of you on in-ring as well, like some of the – especially some of your high-flying. Because I've seen you do some crazy stuff in the ring too, man, and in the indie scenes and stuff like that. So, like, you've you've got some uh, – I mean, Eddie Guerrero was, like, the king of, like, the 
of taking that uh, Lucha Libre style and incorporating it and, and more Americanizing it a little bit for people who uh, in America that no, have never 100%. seen it. He yeah. definitely influenced me, and he still influences me to this day because I will always watch an Eddie Guerrero match. Uh, I watch a, a few a week. Um, I watch the same one sometimes just because he was a guy that could do everything. He was one of the most well-rounded wrestlers in the business. Yeah, he could go with anybody. You know, he he was like a I equate him him and Chris Jericho kind of the same light. They they those two guys could go with anybody in the ring, and I think that's what's so great about Ring of Honor is like you you have anybody any given moment, any given match, you guys can go at it, and you could you know you could go against anybody. Exactly, and I can wrestle technical guys. I can wrestle high flyers. I can wrestle strikers. And I, I can hang with them, or at least I would like to think I can hang with them. And Eddie was the same way, and he would literally bring the best out of everybody. It didn't matter who it was. And a question, uh, I've, you, you've had some really great matches with a, a gentleman uh, named Leo Rush, uh, and he's, uh, he's insane. He's insane uh, to watch as well. Like I wanted, I wanted to ask you what it's like to, to work with him in the past. Oh, uh, his mind for this business and the way he moves um, is probably the near perfect match that I've had. It literally, it, I wouldn't change a single thing about that match, really. There's a couple things I would change watching it back, maybe like different cells or everything, but overall, like it was, it was just a great match. And it was, it's definitely one of my favorites and one I'll never forget. Yeah, it's. I think it's great too, cause like what what Ring of Honor does so well is it, gr like Deuce. He like saw Ring of Honor for the first time yeah. live uh, at the Supercard of Honor, and like it totally changed him. Like he's like, I have to watch Ring of Honor now. Yeah, and that's what's so great about the program is the fact that like it's it's growing organically. People are telling their friends, and yeah. their friends are telling their friends, and like you know, just this coming. Actually, this episode's going out Friday. Uh, uh, best in the world, uh, June twenty third, uh, at nine p.m. At, at the Lowell Memorial Auditorium, uh, and uh, people can definitely see that. Uh, yeah, and you can check it out live on pay per view here on Spectrum, on Direct TV, Fight TV, Fight TV app, app yep. PlayStation Network. Yep. So you definitely want to get that because we've been getting the pay per views at the house since uh, Supercard Honor. Because, like I said, I fell in love with the product. I, I Literally, that night I went home and I found the Sinclair Broadcasting Network closest to us and started taping the weekly Ring of Honor shows. So I've been watching the TV show, getting the pay-per-views. And, like, anybody that will listen, I'm like, hey, man, you got to watch Ring of Honor because you guys are scratching an itch. None of the other companies are scratching for me personally. So I love seeing what you guys are doing. It's not a gimmick, man. It really is the best wrestling on the planet. Yeah. I mean, you know, taglines like, for real. It, it is real. And every guy that is there is there for a reason because they absolutely deserve it and because they're one of the best in the world. And it's just amazing to share that locker room and to be there with these guys learning um, because I'm there with former world champions, current world champions from all over the world. You have guys like Christopher Daniels, who's been a multi-world champion in multi-different companies. You have a guy like Cody Rhodes, who comes in. He's one of the best wrestlers, one of the biggest names on the indies, and he comes to Ring of Honor. That says something. 
Guys like Eddie Guerrero came to Ring of Honor. CM Punk came from Ring of Honor. Some of the biggest names in the business have come from Ring of Honor. And that says a lot. Well, it's it's awesome because, uh, you know, with the... Ring of Honor has done a great job of having a, a good working relationship with CMLL and, and uh, New Japan. And I think that's great, too, because it's getting different eyeballs on the product from all oh, over yeah. the world. Oh, hands down. Because I didn't know that much about New Japan uh, wrestling. And then I saw the Bullet Club, and I'm like, man... I love me some Bullet Club. And Johnny's like, oh, we need to check out these New Japan matches. Like, if you really like them, you need to check this out. So he kind of, like, feeds stuff my way. And to hit on a point you said earlier, kind of to coin a phrase off of a phrase AJ Styles used, you know, ROH makes them, WWE takes them. Because, I mean, I feel like that's exactly what happens. ROH is making these great stars, and then they're kind of getting – uh, yanked to other places, but you know the talent always comes back, and the talent always stays in ROH. Like top, top to bottom, from lowest of the card to the top of the card, it's amazing talent. Look at the talent WWE has now. How many of them came from Ring of Honor? Yep. I mean, I mean, I, you can name like nine or ten that are some of the best in the world that are, are on there. I mean, you got the the Kevin Owens or the Kevin Steens, you know, Daniel Bryan. I mean, you've, I mean, it's. Ring of Honor is has been around for over 15 years. They just celebrated the 15th anniversary a few yeah. months ago, and it's just amazing to see like how we kind of equate it to Ring of Honor. Kind of picked up that ECW torch and ran with it, you know, yeah. and, and kind of filled that void. And Ring of Honor is just such an amazing brand on its own. Like it's it's just it's growing more and more and more, you know, every year. Uh, and we're just excited to see what happens and see what you do, what you're going to do with the pro uh, with the promotion. And also, I had a question for you. It's like, who are you the most excited to work with that you haven't worked with yet in Ring of Honor? Oh gosh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm definitely excited to work with the Bullet Club, especially because they've been raving me a lot lately. Um, definitely Christopher Daniels. Um, I've I've worked with Cody Rhodes before, but I'd love to work with him again. Um, a guy I've never worked with but has helped me a lot come up in this business is Matt Taven. That's another guy that I would love to be able to step in the squared circle with and go toe-to-toe with. Awesome. Now, speaking of going toe-to-toe, we're going to go toe-to-toe with our sponsors, and we'll take a small break, and we'll be right back with the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. And what, what do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box, and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Sky, when you fly, I'm the man, right? I see you 
And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Of course, I'm Johnny, and we are talking to Ring of Honor's own Flip Gordon. Uh, and for those uh, that are listening to this episode, tonight is the main is the pay per view for Ring of Honor Best of the World, uh, June 23rd, 9 p.m. at the Lowell Memorial Auditorium. So if you're in Lowell, Mass, go check it out. Get a sit, get your seat. If you're not, you can go on iPay-Per-View. You can go on the Fight TV app. You can go on the PlayStation Network. You can go on Pay-Per-View. Check out Best of the World. They literally is it literally is the best of the world. Uh, uh, Ring of Honor is some of the best uh, wrestlers in the entire world. You get to see them, and you will not be uh, you you you'll not be uh, going away sorry uh, uh, sad. Sorry, yeah, it's yeah. definitely worth every penny. You'll love it. We it's have amazing. such a good time every yeah, time because literally from bell to bell, it's action packed. It's man. like there's no. I mean, you're you're like there's no room for a break. You're just like from bell to bell. It is this insane nonstop action with Ring of Honor and. I, I love how just diverse the group of people are there. And they also have Women of Honor. I mean, you can see that as well. Uh, I think they even show those episodes on YouTube as well. Like, it's yeah. it's amazing, like, how diverse Ring of Honor is. And then having yourself come in uh, and just kind of see where, where everything's going is just amazing. So Yeah. And you mentioned something before the break that I had to hit on because we couldn't speed bump over it. How was it working a match with Cody Rhodes? Um, he's absolutely amazing, and it was it was different. I wasn't expecting it because I was expecting some guy coming from the big company and just showing up for a payday, and that's not what Cody Rhodes is at all. He showed up and was like, hey, kid, what can we do to have the best match of the night? And that's why he's one of the best wrestlers right now in the world, and that's why he's getting an opportunity at the ROH World Championship because he wants to go out there and he wants to be the best. He didn't come, he didn't leave WWE to just wrestle and make money. No, he left to prove to them and to prove to everybody that, hey, look, I'm one of the best wrestlers in the world. I know it. Now it's time for me to show you, you know? 100%. And so it was absolutely amazing. And he, me and him had an awesome match and he did not hold back. He literally goes out there every night and wants to be the best match of the night. Absolutely, he's a, he's a great talent, and you know we we've been talking to some of your other uh, uh, locker room mates, uh, yeah. and they all they all said the same thing. It's the social media presence has really grown a lot, um, and it's really kind of given you you as a performer a platform to be able to like talk to your fans in a different way. So, what's social media been like for you? Um, since signing with Ring of Honor. Um, my Twitter has gone up. I didn't understand Twitter. And it was really hard for me to get into it because I didn't understand it. Now I love Twitter. I used to be just Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is my favorite. I love Instagram because a picture says a million words. Yeah. And I love Instagram. It's by far my favorite platform. But now I love Twitter as well. And I've almost stopped using Facebook because I love Twitter so much. And because I connect my Instagram and my Twitter to my Facebook no matter what I post already goes there so I almost forget that I have a Facebook sometimes which is nice because there's I feel like there's more drama on Facebook than the other platforms um, but Twitter's by far the best way to interact with your fans same with Instagram um, it's a way to say hey this is what I'm doing this is where I am this is what you know where and like for Twitter you can literally ask a question and fans can respond like that 
or you can see what your fans are doing. It's it's just to me, it's one of the coolest things, um, and how powerful social media is. But it's one of those things. Social media can either make you or it can break you. It is a business tool, and if you do not know how to use it properly, it, you can't get the full potential out of it and the full benefits. And I feel like sometimes it does hurt people because they don't use it correctly or they don't know how to use it. Uh, but if you know how to use it correctly, it can literally make or break your career, you know? Well, it's it's awesome because, like, you literally could be somebody from Chicago, Illinois, and you've never seen Ring of Honor, and then all of a sudden your friend tells you about Ring of Honor. You, you, you type in Ring of Honor on Twitter or hashtag Ring of Honor, and then all of a sudden you're seeing, like, clips from matches. And then, and then you're like, you go down this uh, rabbit hole on Twitter, and you're like, wow, this is really neat. And then you see some of the performers, and then they'll be tweeting about stuff. And then you could just you can make a fan within seconds just because of Twitter and the hashtags. It's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, that's how we, we find people for in our show. Yeah. Like we have people that listen from Brazil. We have like 10 people every single week that listen to our show, like religiously. And, uh, we don't, we don't advertise in Brazil, but we hashtag and do different things. And, and it's awesome just to see people from around the world that are into your, into you as a person in your product. And it's very rewarding when they interact with you. Oh, it's amazing. You can literally, because of the whole retweet, like, let's say, I'm going to use Cody Rhodes as an example just because he's got a crap load of followers. But if I post something and he retweets it, literally all his followers now see, hey, look, Flip Gordon, who might not have known about me before, which is so cool because same thing, vice versa. Uh, maybe I have friends or something that have never heard of Cody Rhodes. But if I retweet something he tweeted, now people that have never heard of him, which might be rare unless they're a non-wrestling fan, now know who he is, and which is so powerful because you can literally meet people that you, or find out things or see things that you wouldn't have seen otherwise just because of the way that people can share things these days. It's been very helpful for us because just because of the mere fact that it's given us a way to connect with the wrestlers. Like a lot of guys that we've gotten, we've gotten through Twitter because it's just basically me sending a message like, hey, we'd love to have you on the show, and then getting that bite back from them. But like, cool, yeah, I'd love to do it. So it gives us an, it gives us a lot easier access, I think, to the, to the wrestling community and the community at large of people like we want to get for the show. So, I mean, before you'd have to like, call an agent or you'd have to get ahead of uh get with home office and get the pr rep to and set then it up wait like two weeks three weeks for them to get back to you yeah. and then like it was a whole like get a drawn through a bunch of uh hoops just to talk to somebody and now it's like so instant the the yeah. connections and it's so it's so rewarding for any business that you're in but like it especially the wrestling world it's 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 awesome <laughs> yeah but a big thumbs up i want to say to the roh pr rep He's awesome. He gets back to yep. us super quick. Yeah, Mark. He's definitely. Mark is the best. He gets back to us super quick and is just amazing. And he's doing great stuff for you guys too by oh, helping set awesome. up these he's stuff. Yeah, he's hooked me up with so many podcasts, so many interviews over the last two days since I've been home. Because um, I mean, I was traveling. I've been traveling a lot, but I've been home two days, and he's literally kept me busy, uh, which is nice. Because I'm the type of person I don't like just sitting around the house or not doing anything. I love being busy. I love doing things. And he's definitely kept me busy. And like I was telling you guys, like this is my fifth podcast today. I did four yesterday. 
So I'm definitely keeping busy. Awesome. Well, it's really cool because like uh, podcasting is another form uh, of a way to expose your brand to people that may not have heard of you before. And like, especially now that we've been such into Ring of Honor lately, uh, our podcast, we're getting reaching out to people that may not know who Flip Gordon is. And now they're going to hear you for the first time and be like, man, I want to know more about this guy. I want to see him on TV. You know, so it's, it's a great way to like, it's almost like, we consider ourselves like brand ambassadors a little bit because, like, we when we get something that we really love, like we we want to tell the whole world about it, and that's really been with us and Ring of Honor lately. It's just yeah. we, we want to tell everybody about it, and it's got to be exciting well, and, for you too. No, and exactly, and that's the cool thing. You guys love professional wrestling, so people can go to you and be like, "Hey, they're gonna tell me about professional wrestling. They're gonna introduce me to professional wrestlers that I don't know about, and then they follow them. And then like, oh, hey, this guy's on another podcast." Oh, hey, I like this podcast. I like how they did this. They follow that. Then they learn about another wrestler. And it's just it just helps the business as a whole, which is amazing. Yeah, and that's why I like, like, and that's what I really love about uh, Ring of Honor. And, and again, another big shout-out to Mark for helping us out with all these interviews and everything is that they understand the grassroots. Like, they understand that, like, podcast is another form of media that's going to get your name out there and get your message out there to people because some of the other guys – could probably care less what we're doing. But Ring of Honor actually cares and actually wants us to have good talent on our show to represent their brand, and I think that's a big kudos for them. Yeah, and it's just another way for the fans to interact with the wrestlers or with the celebrities or with whoever the podcast is for because they can submit questions or, they, like you said, the hashtags of social media, um, which they can get their answer their, – questions answered almost directly through a podcast and it's just, it's it's just amazing i love doing podcasts it literally takes you know at most an hour sometimes less um but it's it's just a way to interact and it's helped to build your brand publicity is good publicity 100 percent, i agree with that uh now i had one last question for you about your like do you some some wrestlers have like a a pregame warm-up, like a ritual they do before they go out in the ring. Is there anything that you do or eat or or any sort of stretches that you do or anything like that before you go out into the ring? I can't eat before I wrestle. That's just my thing. I always have to eat afterwards. Um, I can't work out if I eat first, too, so it's kind of like the same thing. Um, I normally stretch, and I always double check that I have everything because I have a problem where I always feel like I'm forgetting something. So I always have to like double and triple check. I got to make sure I got my dog tags, my vest, my shorts aren't because I, I do a flip out of my shorts for my entrance. So I got to make sure that the Velcro is all good. Um, make sure my trunks are tied so I don't they don't actually come down when I'm wrestling. Um, I literally triple check and. It's the same thing when I pack before I leave. I got to make sure I got everything. Cause I'm, I always forget something or I always at least feel like I forget something. No, I can feel you on that 110%. Whenever we leave for gigs, I go through the truck like four different times and like put my hand on every piece of equipment to know that I've got it. And a part of me says it's OCD and the other part says, no, it's just being thorough, man. It's just making sure you got it. Because if you get there and you don't have what you need, you're up the creek. Yeah, and I hate being rushed. So like if, if I'm – being rushed out the door that I normally forget something. Um, if I get to, if like, if I'm riding with somebody and we get to a show late, I'm freaking out if I'm on first. Cause like, yeah. I did a match. Actually, I did a match against Brian Cage for Limitless Wrestling. 
and we were doing the meet and greet and something happened where we weren't ready and I didn't even I hadn't even taped up I didn't even actually I didn't even have my kick pads on or my shoes on yet and my music hit and I'm like wait what we already started like I don't remember what happened and so I didn't even I was like I was rushing I, I didn't tape up I think I forgot my dog tags too and I was like oh but yeah it's I don't like being rushed <laughs> what I had a question for you because you, you mentioned dog tags and I went on to the Ring of Honor uh, ROHwrestling.com and it said that uh, you are actually uh, part of the arm, Armed Services. I am. I've been in the Army National Guard for about five years now and I have about ten months left. So. Well, number one, thank you for your service, brother. Of course. Thank you for your support. Yeah, we're, we're, it's really awesome um, because, like, you know, we, we love – I think nothing's more like you. You look at you look at like the America, and you say like, "Well, America's pastime is baseball and all that, and like you know, apple pies and hot dogs and all that." But like, what's more iconic than wrestling? You know, you talk about you look at Dusty Rhodes, man. I mean, the American dream. The American dream. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so man. great, and like wrestling is something that is becoming, especially with John Cena and everything going on with how his how he's taken off, like how everything's going, and he's in movies and television, and wrestling's really. The hottest it's been, I'd say, in, since and the Attitude since Era. Since the Attitude Era, really has. It's really blown yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, The Rock too. I mean, he might be running for the president. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, he was like one of the main guys in the Attitude Era. Yeah, and he could be running for president. He's the biggest movie star in the world right now, and he was a professional wrestler first. Yep, and then you got you you've got like Chris Jericho and Stone Cold have their own podcast, so they're podcasting and and talking to people every and, week. Yeah, and the, uh, Stone Cold's an actor. Chris Jericho has his own band. You have guys like Kane and Rhino running for office in political parties. Like, they're pretty much saying, hey, what can't wrestlers do? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, I mean, and it's so popular now because I know Hot Topic just started picking up the Bullet Club shirts. And, like, it's getting to remind me of, like, when I was in high school in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, you'd go to school and you'd see people in their DX and their Stone Cold shirt. But now, like, when I go to an amusement park or if I go to the mall or something, like, you see guys walking around with, like, you know, ROH shirts and Bullet Club shirts and all kinds of different wrestling shirts. And it seems like it's, like, more mainstream now than it has been in a very long time. Yeah, it's awesome. There, it's literally been no better time to be a professional wrestler or to like professional wrestling than right now. Oh, yeah, just because you got so many flavors right now, which I like. And that's why I like Ring of Honor, because there is not one style that is not accounted for on that Ring of Honor roster. You've got everything from the Lucha Libre to the High Flying to you got Silas Young and the Beer City Bruiser doing your brawling. I mean, you've got everything. And I think that's kind of what makes the show so interesting, because... I always kind of uh, equate wrestling to the circus. You know, some people like the clowns. Some people like the elephants. Some people like the trapeze artist or the, you know, the guy that breathes fire. There's a little bit of something for everybody, and I think Ring of Honor does a really great job of kind of doing that, like have a little bit of something for everybody's taste. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I, I think it's great, too, because, like, uh, as this episode is being – uh, recorded uh, to uh, actually when this episode airs, it is the night of Best of the World, yeah. June twenty third, nine p.m. at the Memorial uh, uh, Memorial or Lowell Memorial Auditorium, uh, yeah. and it's it's going to be an awesome show, an awesome event. And uh, Flip, 
thank you again for your time. Thank you for your service. And, of course, uh, man. We, we appreciate it. And how do people uh, find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at the Flip Gordon. Um, also, I have merch at prowrestlingtees.com slash theflipgordon. And for any promoters that are wondering, hey, how can I book Flip Gordon? Hit me up at flipgordonbookings at gmail.com. That's the Perfect. best way. Awesome. And Flip, when we get done with the interview, I'm going to send you on Skype our email, and you can email us all that stuff, and we can put it at the bottom of the episode. So when people That's are awesome. listening, they can click on your Pro Wrestling Tees logo or uh, shop you know, from the link, and they can click on your booking from the link, and like we'll put all the links at the bottom, so all they got to do is just touch it. Awesome. That'd be amazing. And if you guys want my entrance music for any, like, intro in or intro outs or something. Yeah, definitely, man. Know. I can send that, too. I know some people like to do that. Yeah, oh, that'd 100%. Be, uh, yeah that'd man, be we'd love to whatever, do that. Whatever you guys need, just let me know, and I'll shoot it over. Whoa. I'm a busy guy, so it might take me a little bit. Like I said, I'm about to go do another podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. I promise I'll get it to you um, within, like, a day. Okay. Sounds As great. long as we've got it by Friday morning, we're good. So, like I said, when we get done... You'll have, you'll, you'll have it by the end of the night. I awesome. That. Well, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send that to you on Skype so you got that. And everybody, check out underneath, down in, in the, the bottom of the episode. All of his links are there, guys. Go buy his shirt at Pro Wrestling Tees, man. If you like pro wrestling, you got to support these guys. And this is another way 100%. that they make ends meet, guys. So... If Flip's a guy that you like, if you're part of the Flip Army, then you need to go buy the man's tea. 100%. Heck yeah, man. I'm trying to build this Flip Army, trying to make it international. I'm going to England. I'm going to Mexico. I'm trying to branch out to more countries. If you want to be a part of what I'm trying to build, I'd love to have you on. Thank Uh, you guys so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Um, I'll definitely help do whatever it takes to get this out there as much as you guys need me to. Awesome. Awesome. Thank Thank you you so so much. much, Flip, and you have a good evening, brother. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. Later. See you, Flip. And that was the amazing Flip Gordon, Ring of Honor superstar, up and coming. You got to check him out. And speaking of checking out, you can check us out at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Also, you can send us your emails to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Also, in just one week, yep. we are going to the Retro Game Treasures Compound. So it is Friday right now. Yeah. This is the perfect time to send us the emails yep. for Ask the Buck. Send us to it, hhpodcastshow uh, at gmail.com, and just we're going to be reading. We want to have a bunch of questions for him uh, when we go down to the studio, to his uh, his uh, compound. So definitely Ask the Buck in your subject line for uh, for the Mega Buck from Retro Game Treasure. Yes, sir. And if you like the episode that you heard today, we've got tons of other episodes with ROH stars. You can find those at soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. And of course, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags hashtag happy hour podcast, hashtag HH podcast show. And as always, hashtag deuces on the loose. Later. See ya. Can't I know what you want me to do? Who you want to see? What you want me to do?